0: welcome everybody i'm your host brian basilico and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online so are you ready to fry up some new business hey peeps i don't know about you but the last two years have been a challenge for everyone and we're no different it's not only made working from home more acceptable but now it's embraced as a lifestyle So, we've been on a journey here at the Basilico Domicile to downsize our home for a while. We have a house and a mortgage that's just too big to maintain for two people and a dog. So, it's time. We've been exploring where to live. We've had enough of the crazy weather in Chicago, so we've looked at some temperate areas with seasons, and we've kind of chosen North Carolina. Now, I know this is a business podcast, so I won't bore you with all the details. But it's already shown me that running a business teaches you lessons that can be used to help in your day-to-day life, and also life lessons can help you run a business better. So I'm asking you to indulge me a little bit here. The first lesson is interviewing clients and being interviewed as a vendor have some commonalities to buying a house. It's full of choices, pitfalls, highs, lows, and especially decisions. As a business owner, I'm constantly interviewing people who want us to become vendors for them. And interviewing people whose skills we need to better serve our clients. When changing places to live, you have to interview people who will help you buy a house and people who will sell your existing one. I've flown down to the area where we want to move and met and interviewed three different realtors. In Chicago, we conducted a one-day, five-realtor marathon, eight-hour interview session. Both had some differences, but I want to focus on the commonalities as well. If you need an expert in business, start by reaching out to your trusted network of people who you know, like, and trust. In Chicago, I worked with this woman who's a home stager, and she knew a very connected realtor who had some connections in North Carolina who were realtors she knew and trusted down there. I also had some friends in the area who could recommend another. When it comes to selling your business to others, meaning trying to get clients, it's often people in your network who make the best pre-trusted connections to your business with referrals. The one in Chicago who helped me in North Carolina was also in the mix in the Chicago Realtors. Another was a friend who just started in real estate, and another was a neighbor who was great at selling homes in our neighborhood. And finally, the home stager recommended one more. Again, all connections I knew personally or were recommended by people who I know, like, and trust. In the end, two would be disappointed in Raleigh and four in Chicago. But you have to do your homework, meet people in person, and pick the partner that you feel is going to best serve your business or your family. When it comes to building relationships with trusted partners, it's all about the questions that you ask. I've learned many things after doing over a thousand podcast and video interviews. I know how to measure a person's knowledge by asking questions. When worded right, you can learn a lot about a person, their working style, and ultimately, their authenticity. One of the key questions I asked when I was down in North Carolina was, how many buyer clients and seller clients did you serve last year? Of course, people want to brag about how popular they are. But the answer revealed to me how busy they were and how aggressively they were adding clients. Overly busy people or businesses would offer less personal attention. One thing I needed to know in a very crazy seller's market is I'm going to connect with a realtor that was experienced but not too busy to be thorough and reactive to opportunities. I needed to be certain they were not stretched too thin time-wise to have our best interest and top-of-mind attention. Listing agents are hungry for homes. They'll be very busy for a few weeks and then move on to the next home since they're often selling the first week on the market. I asked those people, what features did you feel made our house stand out? I wanted to see how observant they were during the initial walkthrough and listen to their response to a very targeted marketing question. Were they thinking how to best position us in the current market? Or were they calculating their commission in their head? It's also about the answers that people give. If you know what you're looking for in a business partner, you can rate your potential level of success by the answers to the questions you ask. If a potential client complains about their last vendor, you have to determine, is it because the vendor was incompetent? or the client was difficult to work with. The same goes for buying and selling a house. With 10 or more people bidding on a property at a time, I had to create a plan of action to make sure I chose the person who I thought would give us the best chance for success. On the buying side, I know that bidding wars are tough, and often money is the key to winning the bid. Buyers are constantly offering 10% or more over listing price, and positioning is key. I decided to go with a buyer rep who had the best ties to more home builders so we could swoop up a property that was backed out of and build a new home. The new home market is just as competitive as used home sales, so I needed someone who could completely juggle both options with skill and personality. On the seller side, I needed a pit bull who could negotiate the best deal and not just focus on the highest bid. I've seen neighbors lose 10% or more by agreeing to offers where the buyer was not qualified, or came back with so many concessions that they reduced the purchase price and lost 10-20% to of the highest bidder. So, what does buying and selling a home and running a business have in common? They're both fraught with emotional decisions. They're both based on relationships. And one thing is clear, they both require purpose, people, performance, product, and process to be successful. Now keep in mind, when running a business, it's the relationships that you built up over time that you can utilize to put yourself in front of your perfect client and Those same relationships can help you build your business by hiring the right people. So building and maintaining your network and staying connected with those people is key to the success of your business. Now, you can control many things in life and business, but there are often variables that will show up as kinks or obstacles. You will have the best chance for success if you put in the work up front to align those five P's purpose, people, performance, product, and process. Finally, sprinkle that with a little dash of hope and optimism, and you'll find your way home to new clients.